All public or private gatherings of 50 or more people are now prohibited. All non-essential gatherings of any size are strongly discouraged. Nobody needs to have gatherings for St. Patrick's Day. Even if you're completely healthy, the coronavirus has taken hundreds of millions of people out of the comfort zones of their daily routines. And we're all looking for ways to cope and move forward and at least try to remain productive. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins. For however long this current crisis lasts, it's our goal to make this podcast a daily platform on how the virus is affecting all of us here in San Diego and beyond, what our leaders and top health officials are telling us, and a source for useful information to help you and your family make it through the coming weeks and months. This, of course, is the first week of widespread school closures in San Diego County. I have a pair of high schoolers who now have plenty of time to clean their rooms and yet still need to be reminded Of course, many companies, including 10 News, are encouraging employees to work from home, which can not only be a logistical challenge, but also a mental one. In just a few minutes, I'll be joined by an expert with a number of keys to being successful and remaining sane while trying to get your work done in a home office. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Monday, March 16th. San Diego issued 11 new orders to try and slow the spread of COVID-19 in the community, including a ban on all gatherings of more than 50 people. Supervisor Nathan Fletcher also announced new restrictions on bars and restaurants that will go into effect at midnight. All bars, adult entertainment establishments, and other business establishments that serve alcohol and do not serve food shall close. Again, all bars, pubs, entities that do not serve food shall close. All restaurants and other establishments that that serve food shall close all on-site dining. All food service shall be by delivery or through pickup or drive-through. The county is also recommending that anyone age 65 or older or anyone with a chronic illness or a suppressed immune system should self-quarantine and remain at home. Nationally, President Trump said Americans should avoid gatherings of 10 or more people over the next 15 days. Today, he also acknowledged that the economy may be heading into a recession. Wall Street went into a new tailspin. The Dow lost almost 3,000 points. That's its worst point drop in history. It shed about 13% of its value. Restrictions in Northern California are even more stringent. Six counties in the Bay Area ordered all residents to shelter in place, closing all businesses except those deemed essential. Grocery stores, pharmacies, and delivery restaurants will remain open, but most workers outside police, fire, and health care are being ordered to stay home in and around San Francisco. Empty shelves continue to be a problem at local grocery stores. 10 News spoke to one store owner who doesn't see the buying frenzy dying down anytime soon, despite pleas from the president and others. We had no peanut butter, no rice, no beans, uh, no dairy products. Jim Somek, owner of Jimbo's in Carmel Valley, says his store is reducing hours to give employees more time to restock empty shelves. And this one hits home for me. The baseball season is looking farther away than ever. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred says the season, already delayed two weeks, won't start until late May at the earliest, and some teams are bracing for a return that may not come until June or July. Baseball players aren't able to do their jobs from home, but many people in San Diego are being required to do just that. 
Joining us today on the podcast, Tammy Hawkins from Task Team, a small business owner and work-at-home mom in the North County with some tips about how all of us can cope suddenly thrust into the world of working at home. Tammy, it's good to have you on today. Hi, thanks for having me. All right, so first of all, um, tell me some of your experience uh, and how you got into working from home and how it's worked for you. Thanks. So I've been a work-at-home mom for about eight years now. After having kids, um, this was just the next easiest step, and I was able to do the best of both worlds, be at home with my kids after school, and have a really fulfilling work life during the day. So um, this has just been something I've been doing for a long time, have a lot of experience juggling kids and work and, and stress. So uh, when this came up, it was just something that I, I had to share my, my tips with, with people. So your boss comes to you and says, I'd like you to start working from home. First thing you go, you go home, you got to figure out where to work in your home somewhere. What's the best way to go about that? Okay, so thinking, taking just a minute, looking around and finding a place that has minimum distraction. So not somewhere where you've got the TV in the background or um, you know something where you've got a phone ringing or neighbors knocking on the door. Try to find a quiet, isolated place with, without too much going on um, and taking an extra few minutes to, to kind of designate that space, clear things out, move, move things off the table that are normally there and really just turn it, even if it's a makeshift table, turn it into something that you can use. Sometimes I, um, if I need another space, I'll take a pop-up table I've got out in the garage, put it in a spare room and just make it a really clean space. It would be great if we all had our own home offices that we could just retire to with a big leather chair and a computer, but that's not a reality for a lot of people. Exactly. Um, so how do you schedule your time? When you work at home, it often means making your own hours a little bit. It's not necessarily you're in at 9, you're out at 5, and your day is done. What are some tips about kind of scheduling and managing your time? Absolutely. So that's going to be something that's extra flexible right now, especially if you have kids at home. It's not realistic to expect yourself to work from 8 to 5 or 9 to 5 anymore. So we're going to be breaking up our days into blocks of time. So planning your day, starting it out with choosing what time of day you have your most energy and you'll be able to focus the best and what time of day your family might need you or have things to do. So starting out and creating a schedule, as well as once you sit down to get your work done, it's so easy right now, especially to get distracted with so many things to do and so many things to read, that um, implementing some focus strategies. One, uh, one strategy that I really like is a, um, from a book called The Pomodoro Technique. It was an author who wrote about um, it's basically taking 25-minute chunks of time and then a five-minute break and just repeating. So allowing yourself some breaks um, and just focusing on one task at a time for 25 minutes, take a five-minute break, come back if you need to do that same task again for 25 minutes or move on to the next thing. So creating some strategies to just be able to focus and make the most efficient use of your time because, let's be honest, we're not going to be able to get eight hours worth of work done. So using our time as best as we can with what we've got. Tammy, uh, myself as a television sportscaster in the, my normal life, I, one of the things that would be tempting for me is I don't have to put on the full suit and tie. I can just work in, in sweats and, and roll out of bed and start getting some work done. I find it interesting that you, you kind of recommend against that temptation of working at home. Absolutely. And a lot of people do that. They think, oh, great, I get to work from home. Everything else is crazy, but at least I get to relax and wear my pajamas you know, uh, it, roll out of bed and just get going. Well, the, the problem with that is you don't get focused. You don't feel professional. You don't have your best foot forward. So I highly, highly recommend get up, take a shower, do exactly your morning routine, brush your teeth, put on your even your work clothes at home, 
I guarantee people hearing that are going to say, no, I don't want to do that. But if you do, you'll be so much more productive. You'll feel like you're actually professional. And the thing is, it'll come across in your work. When you're sending emails, when you're responding to phone calls and having meetings, if you're dressed and in the mindset for work, uh, people will be able to tell. And, and that's important right now to keep things as same as they can be with what, what's in our control. Fine, but I'm still not putting my tie on. Just you can't make me, you <laughs> cannot make me do it, Tammy. Leave the tie. That's fine. <laughs> One more thing is some people do feel this sounds again really silly, but some people do feel more productive and ready to work when they put on their shoes. So put on your shoes even if you're home and you don't wear your shoes at home normally. Lace them up. You'll feel like you're at work. We'll we'll get to the kids later because uh, that's a, a huge issue. But what about just the normal distractions when you're at home? The the phone rings. Uh, someone knocks on the door. Hopefully, that's not necessarily happening with social distancing right now. But uh, you just you remember you forgot to do the dishes. They're sitting there in front of you. How do you avoid some of those home distractions? So really, I, my best recommendation is sitting down and just saying, you know what, I need to focus. That can all wait, and really just focusing on the essentials as well as as planning in that time to take care of yourself. So say, I'm going to work 25 minutes then take a break and switch the laundry. I'm going to work 25 minutes, you know, and but really staying on top of that focus um, as well as just giving yourself some flexibility um, to to work with what's, what's going on. You said you're pretty honest that you're not going to get a full eight hours of work done at home, or at least not what you have come to expect working in an office. How do you modify your daily goals, make them reasonable, but then again, not too, not too small. So you're still actually being productive and getting the stuff done you need to get done. Right. That's a great question. And, and um, right now, probably one of the best things would be just to take a break from all that's going on, watching the news sometimes, you know, checking your phone every 15 minutes and just, just taking the focus, um, hopefully, especially to employers and, and people will be a little understanding. But at the same time, it, they might expect you to get a certain project done that's due tomorrow. So um, remembering that the main, we, we all need to keep our, our jobs as normal as possible. We need to keep earning our income for our family. So just mindfully recognizing that, hey, things are crazy, but we need a focus. So just keeping it keeping it going. I also saw that you uh, sometimes recommend enlisting an accountability buddy. What exactly is that? Yes, absolutely. So whether you've got a friend or a coworker that kind of has the same mindset as you, you know, they have a similar work style and, and will take, you know, seriously what you've got going on. I have a friend that I love um, saying, hey, okay, we're going to work today. We, she's a small business owner as well. We're going to start at this time. And these are my goals today, listing out, you know, two, three or, or six things that you want to get done, whatever is on your plate and giving yourself an end date. Um, you've heard of smart goals, planning out your goals so that they're specific, measurable, you know, such like that. And then sharing that with a friend with a due time. So uh, my friend Lucy and I, we do this together. And then at the end of the day, you have someone to report back to, especially when you're at home and you think nobody's watching me. I don't, you know, if I don't get this done, it's no big deal. Um, but have, enlisting a friend to, to help you and, and stay on track and also doing the same for them, um, stay, checking in with them. Having, having a partner like that can really be beneficial. Now the big one. Uh, you are a mom. Schools are closed across the county. A lot of people are working from home because they're being forced to do so. They don't have anyone else to take care of their kids, so they have to be there. The kids don't stop, even though you have to get work done. What are some of the ways of handling the kids and, and even the husbands and the wives uh, who might not be used <laughs> to having you around at the same time when they thought you usually out at work? 
Absolutely. And that is the hardest one. It'll be different for every family. But one thing that I really recommend, and I did with my family this morning, is to sit down and say, hey, this is what's going on. You know, give the kids an overview, honest and and filtered, you know, safe overview of what's going on. And mom and dad are going to be working at home for a while. You guys aren't at school. My kids are both out of school um, until mid-April. And so we're going to say, you've got some schoolwork that we're going to get done and planning a schedule together so that the kids kind of take ownership um, at their appropriate age level of we know the plan for the day and you know what it's not going to go smoothly at about 11 o'clock this morning my daughter was I'm bored and I'm tired and I want to go play and I want to go to so-and-so's house and say you know what we stuck we got to stay home for many reasons including uh, mom and dad have to get stuff done and and get to work so managing those expectations as a family um, and also setting up some activities uh, I, that you may not normally do, but I set up my daughter uh, painting. Luckily, she's old enough to do this independently for a while. Um, this, you know, the activities you choose will base, be based on your child's age group, but she did that for 45 minutes at a time. So I was able to get some stuff done during an activity that they were able to do. So it takes a little bit of pre-planning from parents. It's not going to be perfect. They're still going to complain, but it's definitely doable. Well, my kids are a little bit older, so maybe I can um, have them be office assistants. One can make my coffee. Uh, One's a good math student. Maybe can file my expense reports from home. Hey, there you go. Enlist a little help. No, I can't even get them to clean their rooms. Tammy, I was so say, maybe they've got plenty time of time. Tours, they've got plenty of time to do it as well. I uh, still still having trouble getting that done. Well, Tammy, I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. I think this is uh, some really helpful and useful advice uh, that a lot of people in San Diego are going to need at this time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Stay safe. There's no firm blueprint for battling a global pandemic. Each day, look to 10news.com and our social media channels for new coronavirus impact podcasts. And make sure to download the 10 News app for all of today's important stories, along with reports you'll only see on 10 News. As always, it's available to download for free at the App Store. That'll do it for today. I'm Ben Higgins, and remember, we're all in this together.